She see money all around me I look like I'm the man yeah, yeah. But I was down and out like last week Tell me where have you been yeah, yeah. Came out of So breathe in Eventually, we're gonna mellow out, yeah. but I think we're just so high that we're doing this, yeah, which is cool, <laughs> and that's authentic to us, you it know. Is. Anybody is. who doesn't like it can, you know, press rewind, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, how y'all doing? I'm good. Um, on the way here, you know, I had a moment, I was lost, you know, the seven train was not, you know, Child. was not on point, you know Strings. what I'm saying? Um, so okay. I had to scream a couple times when I was, you know, walking here, but I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite all right. Great. Great, mm-hmm. great, great. Feeling good. Feeling good. It's going to be a great good. episode. It is going to be a good episode. And I'm doing good as well. Still a little hoarse on my end, but I'll get over it. I need to drink some, like, chamomile tea or something. Yes. Anyway. Ginger tea is good, too, with Ooh, the honey and lime. If you don't want lemon, lime is cool, too. I usually drink that when I'm sick. Well, for your throat. Yeah. Hmm. yeah throw mm-hmm. Honey and That's true. lime and lemon and ginger. You That's know? a good point. Yeah. Oh, and I also heard if you drink it at night, it helps you lose weight. Really? I did. Ginger? <laughs> ginger tea. <laughs> ginger tea before you go to sleep. Right. Ginger tea before you go to sleep. Interesting. Allegedly. I can see that, though. And the lemon, too, because lemon mm-hmm. cuts fat. Mm-hmm. I can so see that. And there's a diabetic honey that is actually what? healthier than the regular honey we have because mm-hmm. it's um eliminates the sugar eliminate yeah and he and the person that told me he's a firefighter he was uh-huh. like you know it still tastes good but it's more expensive because of course yeah of course yeah. anyway let's get on with the show uh, right before we get started shout out again to necessary studios for yes. the recording space hey. again if you are a creative looking to pursue um your creative endeavors necessary studios is the place to be because pursuing your dreams is so necessary, necessary. Yes. get it <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing like finger guns at the mic she really is though guys. Um, right yeah lavaro and mel are like super cool they mm-hmm. have spaces for recording podcasts um mm-hmm. if you're a musician they have a cool little sound booth with biggie mm-hmm. in the back for inspiration mm-hmm. um they, they host little, events yeah they, they host events, events mm-hmm. here events. um photography they have like a little mm-hmm. photography setup if videography too right i think so yeah and mm-hmm. and editing see mm-hmm. yeah. so as you can see it's like an all-inclusive like package deal over here they have everything you need all right absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so yeah shout out to them oh i never said artificial slogan <laughs> oh yes the postgrad formula slogan so we have one now guys yay, yay. okay ready intro postgrad formula where moves aren't calculated and success has no templates. Pew 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 pew. Yes. Okay. No, we we all collectively said right. pew pew together. <laughs> and the drum roll. I appreciate y'all for that. Yay! So what we talking about today, ladies? Millennial women of color. Right. Yes. Yes. And what that means. 
teens and since we all are millennial women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But men, it'll be effective for you too. You know, you'll get you need some to women's perspective. Well, also, shout out to you men know. for having a week in I think it's May. It's men's week or men's month. I mean, mean, they do have one, so do they we'll, really? we'll get to them. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to them. In so May. We'll we got y'all in May. We got y'all. Hopefully, it's not the. I think the it's about. Oh, actually, May is Men's Health Month. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure it's that's May. important. I'm but on sure May 13th, May. we're not covering anything of that sort <laughs> because that is the best day of the year, aka it's my, my birthday. birthday. I'm dead. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, hold the hell up because we have business to take care of that we did not. Happy belated birthday to Miss Phyllis. Oh my god, how the freak did I forget? Thank you guys. Yes, our girl yes. is another year older woo, and woo, wiser woo, and badder. Yeah, She's making more business bad. moves this year. I can't you know. know. I'm <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, you're welcome. I, did you enjoy it? I surely did. Yes. Of course you did. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Yes. Oh. Yeah, your birthday was fun. I'm not even going to lie. It is. Yeah, I heard <laughs> good things. Yes. Actually, yeah. So, sorry, just to clarify. Men's Health Month is in June. Ooh, thank God. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's a June. <laughs> so then that makes sense with Father's Day. Ah, okay. Even better, so we'll cover that. Then. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So yeah. So Still we got y'all. Like this eighth month. So back right. To back the, to right. um right. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. She's not. But it's fine. <laughs> It's still Pisces season, so I'm gonna let her yeah. rock. <laughs> I can't. She grabbed the water bottle and said, "Yeah." Right. She's trying to make it rain. Also, shout you out know. again to Scylla for the love languages for zodiacs. Yeah, that was that, was that was really fun. That was that Thanks, was really guys. really fun. We were all enrolled in that. We were. <laughs> we were. Like, What's about what about the Taurus now? <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that with Capricorn. I thought about it like uh, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Anyway, yeah. Shout out to y'all. So yeah, back to the topic because we went on a way tangent. We sure did. Um, millennial women of color, and yeah. I thought this would be a cool um, topic just because I feel like we have a unique perspective, especially mm-hmm. as Black women. Um, times are different. We all know this. Technology, um, womanhood looks different these days because there's more recognition. There's still a way to go. Yeah, but. Um, women are being more recognized for things these days and even black women like we're starting to see how black women paved the way in so many fucking industries and mm-hmm. shout out to hidden figures right and you remember yeah. that stat um i think for like the past two years or so maybe i don't know i might be making that up but like black women are like the most educated or something like that really yeah mm-hmm. like they're they're like the me. highest like college graduate something along yeah. those lines mm-hmm. i'm very i'm paraphrasing y'all might want to google that don't quote me but yeah mm. it's just like that's interesting yeah it's like i'm yeah. surprised but not really mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. why i said i'm surprised like kinda. we're the most degreed group of women or something that's like great. that okay something like that that's good to know but or we're yeah. the most to graduate something sorry yeah, yeah, yeah we're know, still but, you know we make how much less than men on right. a dollar but yeah i just wanted to talk about you know what makes our experience different from others just based off of different things that you guys or we all have experienced individually mm-hmm. or together mm-hmm. yeah how has the perspective of womanhood changed from our parents generation to now right. and like how mm-hmm. we navigate that mm-hmm. um yes how millennial women of color are viewed in society (laughs) like for example like what's acceptable and what isn't especially Mm. for black women Mm. (sighs) i like how we had that collective slot yeah (laughs) anyway let's let's just dive in totally whoever wants to go first what comes to mind 
let's see. I'll start with the perspective of how womanhood has changed from like our parents' generation to now, mm -hmm. or even like just when it comes to career-wise. Mm -hmm. I will talk that. Go ahead, too. talk your talk, sister. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like what you know our parents' generation don't really understand is that. The, the climate for like getting jobs has completely changed. Shifted. Mm -hmm. It's completely shifted. Like there is no path, no clear path. Like, okay, I go to college, I get my degree, I get a job immediately. I stay there for 20, 30 years, right. my entire life. Mm -hmm. And it's good. Like mm -hmm. things have changed. Like it's really hard to get a job. And then people aren't like, we don't have the same abilities sometimes to keep advancing mm -hmm. in like say one particular company mm -hmm. so you have to look for new opportunities and also as millennials we aren't afraid to take risks mm -hmm. where our parents I don't really feel like they no, were risk they takers so or they're was actually so, was so key their yeah. risk was different than ours so like, in my opinion I feel like um with our parents their risk was um I'm gonna my mom wanted me to stay home. I wanted me to get like a job in nursing, mm -hmm. but I want to do, I want to work at as a teacher or mm -hmm. I want to work at something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, Hey, my mom wants me to be like, my parents said, Oh, you should be this because this is stable. And it's like, right. yeah, it's stable, but I'm more in this realm now. And it was so stable, but maybe they didn't agree with the choice. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I feel like risk looked a little differently. Like, okay, my mom expected me to do X, but I want to do this job instead. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, I'm taking a risk because I want to marry this man, mm -hmm. even though my parents may not approve. So I feel mm -hmm. like the risk factor is a little different because mm -hmm. they, I feel like we're more like boisterous about it. Like, no, I actually want to get paid this much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe like our parents so much, it was like, well, hell, at least I got a job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I think the risk is a little different. Yeah. Totally. You know, and but risk takers, we, we're, we're that 100%. Yeah. And I even feel like we are more prone to pave our own lanes because yeah. we know that we can. Like, yeah. we were having this conversation not too long ago about how like freelancing is so normal now. Yeah. Like, graduating out of college, like even two years ago, I remember wanting to be like, okay, I need a full time job with benefits. But now, mm -hmm. People coming out of college are like, okay, I need a contract position that may right. last me three months so I could get some experience here. Then maybe mm -hmm. I'll jump over here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to where I can start building for my own empire. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's way, 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 way different. Right. Totally. Or, or millennials are just like, I. this is one um, person that I follow. It's like, she was like, hey, pro business. And then she was like, F um entrepreneurship this this is for the birds then it's like hey i'm back in entrepreneurship hey it's like mm -hmm. a very up and down mm -hmm. experience i'm feeling that now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one day she was just like i realized i'm unemployable so i'm just gonna do this shit full time and just you know <laughs> embrace the fact that this is what it is you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying or unemployable <laughs> as a jack of all trades unemployable meaning like the way that i took that because i heard another person who was very similar to the, to the person i'm talking about say the mm -hmm. same thing she was like, I just accept the fact that I'm unemployable, meaning I just can't work for somebody else. Oh, this, this yeah. This is for the birds. Yeah. Like, um, I prefer to struggle. Like, mm -hmm. I've had people say I prefer to struggle than have a job. Damn. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's I mean, I feel like we're just unafraid of doing what it is at times mm -hmm. or at mm -hmm. least dealing with the idea of actually doing what you truly want to do mm -hmm. and not doing what would be the stable route. You know what I mean? I feel mm -hmm. like you have so many people who are like CEOs at 26 running like huge 
empires, Facebooks, blogs, websites, you know, creating their own things. And I think that's a big difference between our generation and our parents. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they were they were being responsible and getting awesome jobs and, you know, being there for their families and doing, you know, it the quote unquote right way. Mm -hmm. And we're we're just unafraid of taking the risk mm-hmm. to like still still hopefully get paid and right. like you know <laughs> hopefully <laughs> get money and like Ooh, all of that real. but also just about like you know being happy mm-hmm. in the career mm-hmm. that we're pursuing mm-hmm. have you this goes to anybody but have you felt just to keep it kind of in the theme of like women womanhood like mm-hmm. have you felt that pressure as a woman, especially since now, career-wise, we're more like, fuck that, I'm going to go out and get a job or create a job, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back in the day, we were expected to be raising families oh, and right. be in the house, bare- barefoot mm-hmm. and pregnant, cooking mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. waiting hand and foot on the kids and the man. Like, mm-hmm. have you guys felt that pressure, like, growing up? Or was that something you kind of constantly heard? Like, once you get a man, like, you'll be doing this and, mm-hmm. you know, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to take it first, Stella, or you can go ahead. That's okay. Um, for me, it's it's funny you said that. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the barefoot and pregnant type thing. Even right. That my was mom, an exaggeration. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even though my mom just recently was like, you know, if you wanted to have a kid, you know, I support you. Sure. I said no. I said no, I can't support myself. I live with you. What I am will I be doing? Auntie right. Maya for right. as long as I can. Right. I said, what am I doing <laughs> with having a kid? But it's more so pressure as a woman, like. I want to, it's a pressure when I date more so than anything else. Because it's like, mm. crap, like, I want to be, I want to have my own. So, like, he, the man doesn't think I have to, like, I, I'm depending on him or mm-hmm. whatever. Or I want to, like, um, be in a certain sp- space as a woman, even though I am. I, I acknowledge that I'm still mm-hmm. building an empire, that I'm still, like, freelancing. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just that, I don't know if it's ego or pride thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, a woman should have her own, which mm-hmm. is true, but it's like, at the end of the day, every there's a, it's stages, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at the growing stage, and it's like the things I want to do, it's like mm-hmm. I got to scale back, mm-hmm. but it's it's one of those things where, for me, it's like, that's, that's the pressure I'm feeling as a woman, like, do I want to go the stable job route so that not only I can move out my mom's house, but also... You know, if I want to date, I bring something to the table mm-hmm. in like a material way. Mm-hmm. Or do I want to like, you know, really grind out, you know, be thankful I'm with my mom mm-hmm. and, you know, like stack up and strategize where I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's the pressure that I feel like okay. as that's different from my parents. It's mm-hmm. like they were like, oh, mm-hmm. well, let's get married. And now I'm just like, uh, not marriage, but having my own right now yeah. before I get a spouse is actually pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's great. I mean, like for me, I feel like uh, I didn't necessarily have pressure from my family. Like you need to have kids and like all this right Right. now. Mm -hmm. Maybe my older sibling might be feeling that. I don't know. But um, like personally, for me, I feel like like even as a woman, I feel like I want to while I can while I'm young to go ahead and pursue like mm-hmm. the riskier career right now mm-hmm. and I want to be successful in that and I also like before I even have kids in a perfect world I would love to be married mm-hmm. right. and then we plan it out and it works out like that but as of now I feel like at least for me and I think for other millennials like we're pushing back like having kids mm-hmm. if we can you know until later in life right um, I think there were like yeah. studies saying that too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like no, we're having kids later. Yeah, if we have kids, if we have them, yeah. and so I'm thinking more like my 
30s. Me too. You know, that's Mid. when I build my family. When I have, like, when I'm successful in my career, I have the funds and, like, everything right mm. and a husband um, <laughs> to, <laughs> to um, create this family and it'll be great. But, yeah, like, my plans are very career-focused right now and also to, like, enjoy the mm. present moment mm. and everything that's going on. That's what I'm aiming for right now. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. What about you, Miss Maya? Um, I mean, there's always talks like if ever I'm talking to family, like, oh, you know, how's work going? How's New York? Whatever, whatever. Who mm-hmm. you dating? And I'm just like, fam. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like she every said, fam. single time. <laughs> yeah. And even like maybe a year or so ago, my dad was like, you know, so you having kids? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Sir, you have two grandkids right now. Aren't you good? Right. <laughs> Aren't you happy? Right. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> and he was like, you know, I'm just wondering. I'm like, I get that. But I'm also still trying to figure my shit out. Like, right. let me have an established career first. Let mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. be financially abundant, you know, yeah. to where I can support a kid, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, um, so it's not... Um, Maybe it's a pressure I'm putting on myself because I hear it so often, Mm -hmm. but it's not like it hasn't been like drilled into me. I think growing up, it was more so making sure academically I was good and setting myself up to where I went to college and I graduated and Mm -hmm. I could get a job and, you know, was educated enough for that. I think Mm -hmm. there was more emphasis on that than there was like the 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 family building piece, Mm -hmm. even though it's still there. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and. I think I'd want a family, like, I'm pretty sure I want a family later on yeah. in life, but yeah. not not right now. now. Yeah, <laughs> Like, now. today, this moment, this time, Especially at 2.35 p.m., no, Especially in New York, black-ass city. Like, <laughs> nah. It's a lot out here. Um, right. It's too cold right now. Yeah. So. And <laughs> I believe the study also said because we saw the struggles of our parents mm. while yes. we're choosing yes. to do things differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what Absolutely. it said. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. that, but yes. Oh, <laughs> speaking of those, speaking of generational, um, I was on the bus one day, and home, and they were taught, and it was a uh, two women. It was like basically criticizing like their um, younger family members, saying, mm. "Oh, you guys like you guys have things basically put on a silver platter almost," and it's like we, yeah, it was <laughs> like. Um, well, I, when I was, you know, their age, I had my own car and I had my own place, and I'm like, "But so you still taking the bus?" I don't understand. In my head, of course, I was being petty like that. But I'm like, you're still taking a bus. Um, I don't understand, you know, what, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also, like, because of the differences in generational, like, mm-hmm. expectations, mm-hmm. it's a deeper generational gap mm-hmm. sometimes. Interesting. It's just, mm-hmm. like, they view us as lazy, but we view them as, okay, but look where you are. Yeah, and then they, they view us as entitled like shit too. Totally, yeah. right? And sometimes there is some entitlement. Yeah, I think it's a right. thin line yeah. between entitlement and not wanting to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. because because we know that we can do whatever we want at this point. We're just yeah. like, nah, like yeah. you're not about to have me be an executive assistant making twelve fifty an hour. Like, no, like absolutely mm-hmm. the fuck yeah. not. Like, yeah. as long Let as you're not, not being <laughs> entitled and lazy, right? Then you know, mm-hmm. fine. Right. Your criticism right. is right. fair. Right. But you know, if if you see us actively pursuing something and and putting the energy behind getting closer to our goals, then it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, fair enough. Do you feel as a millennial woman of color? Do you? Do you automatically feel a difference in, like, how you're perceived, how you're treated, how you're talked to? Like, (laughs) 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 
nobody want to jump in <laughs> it depends <laughs> on it depends um i work at um i work with a lot of men okay so i'm like not only am i one of three women in the whole entire um you know firehouse mm-hmm. i'm also the youngest damn so mm, it's yeah. it's it's very interesting how i <laughs> see yeah so it's very interesting mm-hmm. how i see um the guys interacting with the women and then interacting with me and it's not a bad thing at all are you um, the only black one no or the only woman of color? of color oh yeah we're all women of color um so it's just interesting um because even sometimes with the men like something happened and i basically said no i'm, I'm not doing it and they were like you're part of the problem. I said, don't part of the solution. Y'all grown. And I walked away. Okay. <laughs> and Ooh. so even that in and of itself mm-hmm. um, is great. And again, I could handle that extremely differently because I was spoken to about it. It was like, Chelsea, you got to chill. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, like, I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 interesting mm-hmm. on um, even when I see, yeah, just women and men who are in the same age bracket, like 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. communicate way differently than I feel like when we're like you know versus talking to me mm-hmm. as a as a young woman but mm-hmm. it's still sometimes it's like hey you know i'm grown right mm-hmm. like you know or even our colleagues like the men and how men speak i feel my experience they speak differently to white women uh, than when you know mm-hmm. white women who are millennials than black women who are millennials mm-hmm. i've seen a big difference in terms of their communication shifts mm-hmm. it's like why do you feel comfortable enough to say yeah, you got a fat ass. But then yeah. you got this white girl who comes along. It's like, oh, you look so pretty. Damn. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so wait, I, I was like, Chelsea, maybe it's a fluke. I was like, maybe it's a fluke. Maybe it's a fluke. Or even, oh, I don't date black girls because you know they're oh. they're mean. Or like you guys are bitter. I can't. You guys I can't, are angry. I can't get it's like women it's today. like white women are so much easier. So it's like, I just feel like as a millennial woman of color, it's like we're not only do we get different treatment from like the older generation which i which is understandable because it's a generational gap and mm-hmm. there where they are we're we're trying to get to like a certain place mm-hmm. but even within our peers it's like really though like really mm-hmm. we gonna mm-hmm. we gonna do this fam mm-hmm. you gonna be mm-hmm. nicer to her and it's like maybe it's not because of color and i, I acknowledge that maybe it's not maybe mm-hmm. it's just the, that person right. but i've just noticed that there's a difference mm-hmm. um in that or even just millennial women with um, a millennial black woman versus with millennial um, white women. It's just it's a different conversation. It's not a bad one, mm-hmm. but it's just like, hey, like, how did you think about this? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I think about this. It's yeah, I feel like we have to code switch a lot. That's mm-hmm. that's a long. I I apologize, listeners. This was a long winded way of me saying we, we code, code switch a lot, switch, yeah. and we also mm-hmm. have to deal with other people code switching with us. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we um, we're yeah. multidimensional like that in terms of our experience as not only women of color but being millennials. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely mm-hmm. like those little I don't want to get like too 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 racial, but like those microaggressions. Like mm-hmm. there's definitely been those times with me where, and you know me, I'm pretty chill in yeah. flannels and Jordans, like mm-hmm. the quote unquote hood one of the group. Right. <laughs> so I occasionally get those people that might not be. I won't say like they're white but like they're not black like so mm-hmm. it could be like hispanic people asian people whatever where they may talk to Susie over here like oh hey Susie, how you doing and then they come up to me like what's up girl how you doing today and it's just like i'm great how are you <laughs> right like, you know like okay mm-hmm. we could dial it back a little bit like you don't mm-hmm. have to like feel like you have to talk to me a little bit differently especially going to a pwi 
the predominantly white institution in college. That's mm. yeah. yeah. Even it's like when they be like, "Come at me, bro." It's like yeah. you ain't gotta say that to me. Like we could talk like individuals. Yeah. So I totally yeah. I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. I have a, a cool. Que- I think it's a cool question in my head. Like in the creative space, mm. with situationships, mm-hmm. with your blog, your website. In your consulting work, do you feel that one there's an expectation for you, like a in whatever regard, like it doesn't have to be like an expectation for you to like over excel or whatever. Like, do you feel like there's a certain pressure put on you in that space, or do you feel like you're communicated too differently if you reach out to people for certain things? Like, Scylla, you push situationships like out to different outlets, you know, mm-hmm. to get the word out. Like, mm-hmm. do you get different responses from people, or do you feel like I don't know, like? Sometimes it's like, hmm, I wonder if they would have communicated that differently if I was X or anything like that. Oh, um, hmm. I feel like I feel like as far as like the content and what we're trying to get out, mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen a lot of support from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also nice to know that at least within the black community, everyone has been super supportive, which mm-hmm. is really great. Um, but I think, at least for me, mm-hmm. uh, I think the work, since it is fully millennial and it's showing multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. is very attractive to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been experiencing a positive like vibe from that, but I think it's also in the presentation. I think as a, a black millennial woman, I feel like, at least for me, when it comes to either my projects or work or anything, I just need to make sure that it's excellent and when mm. and I have to be excellent in mm. order to get people's attention mm-hmm. or to succeed. Like that's the pressure to mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but but when the work is hitting and is is right where it needs to be, then that's where people will respect you. Mm-hmm. Um so I've had a good experience, but in order to achieve a certain success, Daddy Pope said it right. Mm. So you got to work extra hard mm-hmm. to get there. So it's just extra, like, going over and beyond, at least for me, mm-hmm. is what I have to do in order to succeed. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that's an internal pressure for you, or do you feel like that some of that is external? Some and, of that's external. Okay. Some of, mm-hmm. Well, like, it's both. Like, some of it is it, just myself, how I like to present myself. And right. then it is, like, if you're going to compete with everyone else mm-hmm. as a millennial woman of color, mm-hmm. um, then you do have to go that extra extra mm-hmm. level. At least that's my experience. Do you feel like that's tied to your to you being a black woman? Or do you feel like that's just, like, in general? I think it can be both. Okay. Like me being a woman, me being black, me trying to get into the creative industry, just mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that tied in together. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just need to be exceptional. Mm-hmm. And that's so yeah. interesting. Like Well that's how I feel. Yeah. And no, I've heard I feel that. it too. Yeah. Like, I've heard that. Yeah. Like I totally mm-hmm. feel that pressure and I'm entering the creative space. So that's right. why I'm like asking you because you've been in it for a little bit and yeah. are making waves in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know, I guess I'm just bracing myself. (laughs) No, like, like it's good. I feel like, I mean, if you have awesome work, like, people are going to be attracted to that just in general. Mm -hmm. Or if you have something interesting that you have to offer and you're doing it really well, like, people will gravitate towards that, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, But also, like, when it comes to if you're entering a new creative space, I'd be like, look at the things that inspire you and what they did and then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. try to emulate that mm-hmm. and, right. and even do it better. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I I totally get that. And um, I felt like that at one point in terms of that pressure. 
Um, but for me, as I started building, like, you know, my website, I realized I this is the one space out of all the other spaces in my life. My creative space is the one space where I'm now giving myself more grace. Mm-hmm. It's just like... In what way? Like, so for me, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to do this because it's not perfect. Or I don't want to do this because, it's, like, in my mind, like, it could be better. Um, so what I do is it's like now it's like I still think what I produce is, is like, you know, really good. And I'm aware that I still need to grow. And I enjoy what I write. And it's nice to know other people enjoy it, too. Mm-hmm. But because I know that um, I struggle with, like, anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. this is the one space where I'm like, you know what, Chelsea? Continue to build if you build slow. And, you know, there's a consequence to building slow. There's a consequence for building quick. Mm-hmm. There's a consequence for any way you want to view it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, okay, continue to build, but also understand, like, how can you do better mm-hmm. and understand that. Because for me... As a blogger, it's like in order for me to gain traction from the people I look up to, it's like you got to blog every day, like every day, because people are going to want to see content and content is king. Mm-hmm. And I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But I said, now, girl, love you so much from afar because, you know, you like that person. And you like a big sister in my head. Mm-hmm. But that's not where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. Not saying yeah. I don't want to get there, but that's mm-hmm. not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like learning how to be nicer to myself, understanding, mm-hmm. okay, Chelsea, what can you do? Yeah. I can do a, a post a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your you know? experience is different from other people's experience. Right. So you yeah. should take however long it is that you need to do it right for yourself, mm-hmm. and then you're going to attract the people that love the way that you execute things. Mm-hmm. So you don't, like, still pave your own way. Like, you don't have to do it like everyone else, mm-hmm. like because your way can be just as great. It could be, but mm-hmm. again, I also understand that my way is a little is slower. And so yeah, as opposed to people being like, well, I'm going to do this like lovey. I love lovey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to highlight her a little later. Mm-hmm. But um, she when when the Sheether track came, shout out mm-hmm. to Sheether. That <laughs> track was ridiculous and amazing. <laughs> Remy Ma. The Remy. Shout out to Women's History Month and Black History Month. Right. <laughs> and lovey literally after that track dropped. Two hours later, she had, had a, a whole, whole black ass post yeah. right, on a breakdown of what you can learn. Hashtag Remy taught me. Hashtags no edges left. Yeah. Like, what? Literally two hours after the song dropped. Like. And she was like, and we were like, how did you do that? She was like, because I does this. Yeah. I want to get there. Yeah. But right now, where Chelsea Hamlet is at 2.48 p.m., <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> so given, like, grace in terms of that space as a millennial woman, like, understanding, like, yes, my other counterparts, whether it's other millennial black women or you know Mm -hmm. you know people who are you know not um considered millennials of color Mm -hmm. um that space it's very interesting too Mm -hmm. but there is a level of expectation like you got to go harder yeah i'm just like well fam love you so much not i'm gonna go hard in my own way Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do it your way Mm -hmm. because i will burn Mm -hmm. out your way Mm -hmm. so yeah interesting i have a lot of thoughts i have feelings I definitely feel the pressure externally, internally. And this actually goes into the next segment, which you are going to love. Because, like, in terms of being a millennial black woman in, in the creative space and in the workspace period, I do feel, like, an overexerted pressure to, like, have to do the best of the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, within the community of being millennial, millennial women of color, there's definitely that crabs in the barrel mentality of mm-hmm. like 
you know, if you can't pump out four blog posts a day, right? Three mm-hmm. podcasts, two vlogs, and have a brand <laughs> ambassador that, like thing at that. Yeah. Like, you know, that you're not going to make money from your work and you're not going to be a powerhouse influencer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That just makes me, like, anxious sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's just like, fuck, like, can I really do this? Like, can I live my dream? Can I pursue my goals? Um, mm-hmm. Be an influencer to, even if it's a thousand people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, be fulfilled in that and be financially abundant and shit like that. You know, like, mm-hmm. how can I make all of that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, self-coaching works like, you know, you're going to do great. Like you're, you're going to influence, you're meant to influence, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, I don't know, that whole, I don't know, that whole climbing over each other to get to Mm -hmm. the top is like tired to me. Mm -hmm. Like, and we've Mm -hmm. been trained to do that since literally slavery. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, now we, since we do have these resources to do whatever we want, like we all know that we do. So Mm -hmm. how can we operate out of that and mm-hmm. like shift that to a conversation of abundance like yeah mm-hmm. you can have a blog and i could have a blog and mm-hmm. they could both be popping and you right. can have a web series and she can have one mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know like how can we shift to that mm-hmm. you know like how can we move shift the conversation from like nah <laughs> i just said what i, I was just mm-hmm. whatever he was but yeah you get it yeah yeah um chelsea yeah. how <laughs> that's so funny so <laughs> we gotta do better nah okay like we're like cause I think now we are trying to become more united like especially with black girl magic and like mm-hmm. black lives matter and movements like that mm-hmm. um and I think they're making strides absolutely mm-hmm. um absolutely sometimes I think with any movement like there are some people that just kind of like sit and lay back but like in a time like now I feel like it's all hands on deck with this damn presidency we're going through Child. so it's like mm-hmm. How can we promote that? You know, mm-hmm. we're going to be, we going to be all right for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, we can pursue mm-hmm. what we really want to do. We can be who we really want to be. Mm-hmm. We can be trans. We can be gay. We can mm-hmm. be black. We mm-hmm. can be femme. We mm-hmm. can be butch. We can mm-hmm. be whatever. You, you know? know where it starts? Mm-hmm. With communication. Literally. Mm-hmm. And even Actually, within yourself. Please elaborate. With, within yourself and connecting with others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there is like a crabs in a barrel mentality is because everyone feels like there is scarcity mm-hmm. and that only one person can succeed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, just actually reaching out to those people and letting it be known that it's okay. Like we can collaborate, we can build something or we can do something together. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like a shift can start. Mm-hmm. At least like, yeah, a starting point. Mm-hmm. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. <clears throat> Like we poke, like yeah. I was like, anyways, um, (laughs) no, 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 no. No. Thank you for that. Like that was very, very valuable. Yeah, extremely. Because when you said communicate, I was like, yeah, talk to them. (laughs) Right, talk to someone else who's also succeeding, and don't be afraid. Or like, yeah, like reach out. Why not? Mm -hmm. Mm. I get you. do you feel because you're really successful in what you're doing and like you know those days when i used to tell you like how am i allowed to be your friend yeah (laughs) i was like why did you say that and i think it's because of the fact that like damn Scylla's on top so like Mm -hmm. she is the one on top like right and i can try to ask her for tips but like will she give them to me because i don't want to take her top spot or or will she think that i'm trying to To use her to take her top spot or to get to where i want to go right no because like we're friends and right on your podcast 
Because oh. you ask. <laughs> Come on, wink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because you you communicate like you like. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. But even just the fact that I thought like that, like yeah, I still think like surpri- that. Actually. Sometimes and sometimes, sometimes I think that way too about like certain things. Oh, who? Right, I'm like, like girl. Right, you're like, we ain't got, you ask your all your business, but that was a rhetorical question, of course. Right. But right. yeah, I mean, like there are other people who are more successful than me too, and sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know if that person will want to work with me, but you got know it. what? Shoot the shot. Why not try it? And then you come out and you're like, oh my gosh, that person said totally yeah like let's do it mm-hmm. so it's really just a matter of like talking to those people and just putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and when people see how authentic you are about something mm-hmm. and honest or you know when you be being powerful and trusting <laughs> and, and authentic, authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot <laughs> I can't you're so cute then um a lot of things can open up when you, yeah. What about in spaces where it's clear that like someone doesn't want to help you out, and it's mm-hmm. like because you know that like, there's the those spaces one. like on to the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that, that even in moments when it's like, say if Chelsea, I was trying to work with you, mm-hmm. and like I was genuine, like hey, like I admire what you do, blah blah blah, like you're successful, like can I have tips? And you just like. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck are you? You know, like, because you know, there's, there's those common complaints. Well, not, I don't know about common, but I've heard them from time to time. It's like, we supposed to be black. We supposed to stick together. We supposed yeah. to be. This, but some this people use that. that as manipulation too. Let's, let's not, mm-hmm. let's not frown that either. I think it goes mm-hmm. back to intent because mm-hmm. I think, like, I, I haven't known you for that long, Stella, but just from mm-hmm. our communication, I think you have pretty good discernment. Yeah. So yeah. with somebody like Maya, and so she's like genuinely all oh, want tips, you know what I'm saying? But she yeah, doesn't say it not? like that. She's just like, hey, girl, so, you know, not only do we turn up, but I had a question about this. Yeah. And it's like, cool. But then I'm sure you've also come across situations where it's clear the mm-hmm. person is just like, I want to get on. What's up? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I also feel like it's an approach factor, too, um, mm-hmm. in general. Because mm-hmm. if you come off like, oh, we supposed to be black and everything and we supposed to be helping each other, but you ain't got a product or you ain't got no or nothing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You literally just want to be put on because um, there's even a girl I went to college with and I was like, hey, like I saw this opportunity. I thought about you. She said, oh, thank you. And she said, you'll be so amazed that people that we went to college with, they want me to put them on. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you can, like, intern for me, and then we'll see where it goes. They're like, no, I just want to, like, be around. She's like, it's to the point where it's it's actually very disheartening. They just want to be around? Yeah, because she's she's um in the entertainment field. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that's why I say, like, it depends on the approach. Okay. And it depends on, like, what, you know, how you're coming. Are you being authentic? I think that's what it boils down to, like you mm-hmm. guys said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just had like questions because I wrestle with shit like that all the time. No, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. and it's too. it sucks because it's like you try not to like let how you're perceived navigate what you do and how you operate or how you mm-hmm. perceive someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a millennial black woman, there's extra pressure with that because mm-hmm. you know there are societal pressures that are placed upon us and internal pressures, external pressures, familial pressures, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to, like, mm-hmm. y'all's brain. Yeah, you so funny. Nice. But also, too, what I've noticed, too, just to add on last thing, um, it also depends on how you feel about yourself. And I, I'm i noticing that, too, and it's a 
Ooh, that self work is not always fun, guys. Self work like, is the hardest, yeah. but it's the most rewarding. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I need to like put that on t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trademarking that. Don't steal that idea from me. <laughs> Scarcity. <laughs> true. 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 <laughs> you right. You right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that whole question though. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It um, is. Everyone. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. But I also feel like opportunities mm-hmm. when people are just like, oh, I don't want to help you. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it has like, to do with them. yeah. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes, too, it's like if you're saying no to an opportunity, be clear about why. Mm-hmm. Or if you gen- or if you or if you don't want to work with somebody, make sure you're clear why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it's legit. I get a bad vibe. There's something about them. It just it don't feel right. Or something about her, you know, doesn't feel right. Or I just don't have the time. Or mm-hmm. or this person reminds me of somebody in the past and I'm not ready to deal with that. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. be honest. And even mm-hmm. and not even just relationship, but even going into business. Mm-hmm. Like, there's sometimes it's like, oh, like this person really reminds me of somebody else I used to work with. And I know they're cool, but it's just something I'm not there yet. You mm-hmm. know, just just being clear about your why you want to work with somebody and why you don't. Because mm-hmm. I think that will also help with more collaborations. Because mm-hmm. if somebody genuinely, genuinely came up to you was like, Stella, like, I like what you do. I want to collab. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. I think you would be, um, you would respect the person being honest. Like, this is what I want from you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of seeing if you could do a win-win. As opposed to somebody just, like, faking being your friend or trying to be your friend. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a good end to be her friend. She's a cool person. But this mm-hmm. is what I want down the line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I also feel like, yes, it's um societal pressures and Mm -hmm. yes it also is like crabs in a barrel Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just the person's approach and who they are like Mm -hmm. okay so that's why i'm saying like just be in alignment and understand like the reason because i think that will help out with collaborations better alignment Mm -hmm. get them chakras in order okay i think that was good yeah i think we cover that yeah we'll save those two for For like next one yeah okay so we're gonna move on into Chelsea's tips and templates. Chelsea's tips and <laughs> templates. I can't do. Um, so we, so as you know, millennial black women, I feel like um, we can't. We we have big sisters in our head. You mm-hmm. know, like my mentioned, hey friend, hey, mm-hmm. um, and I mentioned lovey earlier. But um, I think that as millennial women of color, there are some books that we can even get from our sisters in our head mm-hmm. that can help us when we feel like crap. Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? Like, you know, because sometimes, let's be real, like we said before, generationally, we feel like sometimes we can't talk to our parents about certain stuff, Mm -hmm. especially when they're not in our field Mm -hmm. or have any interest in it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, or experiencing it. Or sometimes our friends, like, um, either they're not in a creative space or if they are in a creative space, um, and I'm just speaking for me, sometimes I don't want to bother them because I know, okay, I know they're working or I know, like, they're focused or you mm-hmm. know like i know they're doing this so if they're doing it what's making me stop or having this block mm-hmm. so sometimes like having that additional resource mm-hmm. um like a book can be very helpful mm-hmm. so my tips are um, two books um lovey's i'm judging you so good <laughs> i Do love have a that book, book. Um, that i book haven't it. read it but i've heard it's good i have it but i let somebody borrow it i have it on kindle yeah. i have it on kindle yeah on my um on the iphone app yeah, and I'm still reading it, but so it's far, really yeah. girl, I've laughed out loud a couple times on the train, being Me, real embarrassed. What is too. it about? So it's basically like, so Lovey breaks down different themes and topics, like from 
I don't know, feminism. It it's a lot of different things, but it's like a collection of essays. I think okay. that's the best way to put it. And mm-hmm. it, she's basically giving her perspective on her experience through them. And like Lovey's a funny writer, so it's yeah, she is. it's comedy. Oh, cool. But at the end of the day, there's usually a message that she like wraps around, like with okay. it. Like she just mm-hmm. brings awareness to certain things and certain perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's a nice spin on it and it's like comedy relief at the same time. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. really good. It's I'll really, be really good. I'll the next person to borrow the book. Oh, you can get on Kindle because they had a sale. That's why I got it. was like two ninety nine. Oh, I could do Kindle. That. Yeah, I could so do that. that was, mm-hmm. Right, get that Kindle <laughs> app on your phone. Right, mm-hmm. that's what I did. Um, next yeah. one is the book um, when chicken heads come home to roost. I keep Jordan hearing Morgan. that. That book right there. That book right there. Mm-hmm. That book right there. Okay, every <laughs> black millennial woman should pick up that book immediately. I read that in college. Shout out to. Dr. Patricia Clark, um, she definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. she definitely um, had us read mm-hmm. that for a class, um, a black liter- literature class, mm-hmm. and it changed my life. Um, it really did. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm somewhat being dramatic, somewhat not, mm-hmm. um, but basically, you know how um, she basically breaks down hip hop feminism. So feminism mm-hmm. back in the day, right? Because feminism back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, at least with our parents, they think of like white women burning their bras. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But with us, it's like with that book, she mentions, you know, um, hip hop moguls of like the 90s. And mm-hmm. even now mm-hmm. she mentions like the struggles, like, you know, what I'm saying like how it's a struggle and a balance between being like a, a woman mm-hmm. and a superwoman breaking the superwoman complex. She talks about that in her book, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just going through that process, especially being a woman who loves hip hop, knowing damn well, is very misogynistic. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of this, and again, we uh, this these topics have been talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. So what I'm noticing is that it's delivery that's everything. Mm-hmm. And her delivery is great. And Somewhere she did, to love you. Right. Mm-hmm. And she did research, too. Um, oh, my God, I always forget this woman's name. She wrote a book, um, I Am... Uh, is it Maya Angelou? No, it's not. And I, uh, uh, Toni Morrison. No. Is she, Sister she, Soldier. Bell Hooks. Thank you. Woo, Bell Hooks. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so she was inspired by Bell Hooks because mm-hmm. when um, Joe Morgan was in college or when Joe Morgan was doing her research, she noticed that there was little to no, no research in terms of black women, mm-hmm. um, in terms mm-hmm. of, like, feminism. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but because black women felt like feminism wasn't for them and they felt like there was a divide mm-hmm. between the civil rights movement, which was primarily primarily led by black men and the feminism which is primarily led by white women it's mm. like do i go with my sisterhood yes or do i go with my blackness yes mm. there's a term called womanism mm-hmm. which is the black feminism so you could look that up but mm-hmm. um i recommend her book because she breaks down feminism to the point where you will feel like oh shit like feminine all right like I could rock with this, and I could also listen to trap music, even though she there was no trap music when she wrote this book. Hey, but, they had their version, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's all inclusive, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, even in dating, she talks about dating and mm-hmm. that you know being a powerful black woman in that way. So I think it's a great book that every woman okay. should read. Do um, you have that book? I do. I I actually have it highlighted and everything, and notes written in it, all types of crazy. Well, definitely want to hold on, uh, borrow that. Um, okay. Soon. Okay. Yes. And it's also, um, shout out to Issa Rae's um, Aqua Black Girl. Yes. That's a, that's Speaking an honorary of mention. which, um, maybe we can go into my corner. Yes. yes. That excited. was a nice little segue. It yeah. was. So those, yes. are, those are the three books I recommend for, you know, um, 
this topic. Yes. So on to you, Scylla. Yes. Up? So Scylla's Corner. Yes. I wanted to highlight Issa Rae. Yay. <laughs> yes. Um, for being an amazing millennial woman of color. Yes. Yeah. Like breaking boundaries mm. in the television industry, going from web series to author mm. to HBO. You know, HBO. Insecure. Okay. So I thought that was fantastic. It mm. just kind of like sums up a lot of what we were talking about. Being like, I read her book mm-hmm, and, you know, she didn't always know like what her lane was. Mm-hmm. She was going back between New York and L.A. trying to mm-hmm. figure things out, Interesting. you know, doing jobs that she absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then finally, you know, finding her space mm-hmm. and like on YouTube mm-hmm. and like telling her story mm-hmm. and to even get it picked up to the point where you have a whole TV show based off of you. Right. I think that's fantastic, you Mm -hmm. know, and just opening up so many doors Mm -hmm. for people and then being so open to collaborate with people. Bringing, you know, new indie artists and Mm -hmm. filmmakers to the forefront. Actresses. Actresses. PAs, like, down to the staff. Yeah, Yeah. giving people the opportunity Mm -hmm. to join her staff. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think she's the epitome of what we all should strive for when it comes to giving back to the community and you know just like doing something new and phenomenal so mm-hmm. that you know so many other people have the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. so right. yeah shout out to Issa Rae and also for like paving yeah. the lane for like being awkward and black yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yes I feel like literally prior to yeah. her that was not a conversation that it was openly had mm-hmm. and not just, at all and her book explains it a lot more like mm-hmm. you read her book yeah and even just growing up in her childhood about like being in a senegalese household mm-hmm. but moving cross country mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it's really really fast so which one of y'all got that book i actually i do it. too okay yeah. so, yeah. so you, got you got some yeah. avenues yeah you got options yeah, 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 book. yeah it's okay. really really good right. um yeah but yeah shout out to Issa. that was dope she's fantastic yay okay so for creator of the week i'm actually highlighting two um, I'm staying in the lane of um, highlighting women in podcasting. So since last week and for the past couple of weeks, I've been telling you guys about um, my new podcast that I launched or another new podcast that I launched with my co-hosts, Christina and Deja, called Black Magic. I'm going to highlight Christina and Deja Yay! <laughs> yeah. as new podcasters. Um, let me just tell y'all that working with working with both of you guys and working with both of them, both of them has been so inspiring creatively because mm. the passion has been phenomenal. Um, Black Magic has been a project that's been in the works for about six months now and oh, it's wow. like just yeah. now launching um, but specifically um, with them separately Deja has her own blog called allthingsembellish.com mm. where she highlights different things I'm looking ooh look at her Instagram right she's <laughs> I'm looking she's at happen. her blog right now and it's happening. she has the leak which okay so she has like so she talks about a myriad of topics including health and beauty mental stimulation um she has a blog segment of her website um a behind the scenes segment for things um black magic Mm. and for christina she's also starting her own brand called christina alexandria.com nice um Mm. she also talks about um blogging and writing um, she has um, a section on books that she's been reading nice. and her synopsis on them. The um, she's dope. Yeah, the yeah. Arbor. I It's on my list of things to read. Th- that whole series, like The really? Art of Seduction. Um, oh, oh, is that yeah. the All same the author? I think it is. is Interesting. It? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. And I know that she's also um, launching her graphic design services as well, um, especially with social media and marketing Mm -hmm. and content creation and things like that. So um, 
it's just super dope to just see all of us kind of step into our creative energy because it's something mm-hmm. that we've all had and now we're just like mm-hmm. you know what fuck this like i'm really gonna like push and pursue this and it's beautiful mm-hmm. to watch yeah. right um so yeah i just wanted to highlight them um because all five of us really are about to be <laughs> out here on it popping right with yes. these podcasts so um oh it's different author than what i was talking about by the way it's, um, yeah totally two different authors there's another book that sounds similar oh cool my bad i have heard of the artist seduction though so yeah it would have it would have made sense if it was the same author but yeah, yeah. It's, it's not okay. my bad well yes those are my creatives of yes. the week for women in podcasting yes. <laughs> shout out to the black magic podcast by the way shout <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yes and Yo. i think we are about done ladies hey, episode four episode four yeah the beyonce Pew. episode Pew. all right beyonce's number is four so we're gonna call this the beyonce yeah. episode okay yes. Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't do at all. No, this is a good yes. conversation, though. It yeah. was um, very nice. Yeah, very thought provoking. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening again. Our for our socials, I'll go first this time. I'm at Maya Moves M Y A H Moves. Uh, my website is mayamoves.com. Um, again, I'm on the Black Magic podcast. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for now. Um, and again, po- post grad formula is will be by now. It should be on iTunes. I'm declaring that Duh. it's on iTunes right now because mm-hmm. this is coming out later than we were recording. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it'll post grad formula is officially on iTunes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> how we gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i think that's it for me dope okay yeah. um well you can follow Scylla. you can follow me on twitter at watch her shine on instagram at Scylla c-y-l-l-a-a-a hey. yes and um please uh subscribe to my uh web series situationships you can find yes. it on youtube uh situationships web series and you can find it on instagram and Twitter at situationship ny. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yeah. And mine is Chelsea A mm-hmm. And my handles are Chelsea A Hamlet. And that's pretty much it. And again, Chelsea with an <clears throat> EA, not an IE or an EY. Right. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. um, podcast coming out soon yes um by the time this drops i'm actually i'm pretty sure too that this is it's gonna be up and running i'm yes Yes, so that's exciting as well yay it's lit we all doing stuff and shit we are all doing stuff and shit (laughs) (laughs) anything else any parting words shout out to lavaro and necessary yes yes Yes. (laughs) shout out to lavaro for this amazing studio space Mm -hmm. and to allow us to record in his studio yes thank you shout out to necessary studios because pursuing your dreams is so necessary <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, right. have a good, beautiful week, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. She invited me to her crib. I walk in, she say my heat. She said, but I live in the hills. Bitch, that's just the way I sleep. I just pressed record. That was perfect timing. Fuck these niggas. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh that nice. was funny. That was funny. That might be a blooper. <laughs>